Everybody out in uh, Orange County. We're being blessed with Dr. Barkey in studio all the way from Orange County, California. You have been traveling a ton. It's good to see you in studio here. You know, it's really great to be here. I see you on Zoom every week, but to actually <laughs> physically be in studio is really special here in Prosper, Texas. Yeah, and you've got a uh, former employee, or she still does some consultation with you? She, she does. She, she does a lot of work with me on social media as my holistic health coach, and she lives in Prosper, Texas as well. That's an interesting story. Really? Yeah. yeah. That is cool. Probably so I, w- I was going to ask you, like, have you heard of Prosper, Texas? I had only heard about it because she moved here, and now she and her son live in Prosper, Texas, and she loves it here. And so when I heard you guys were in Prosper, I'm like, wow, wait a second. That's a small world. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. It's a nice community. You know, we're always uh, just excited about talking to you. Um, you've you've got great daily morning messages, as as a lot of our listeners know now. And before we maybe get into a, some some headlines that I maybe want to touch on with you related to health and wellness, what was your uh, morning message about today? Oh, it's a great question. I recorded it in my brother's backyard from the great state of Texas. Okay. It was really about priorities. You know, we spend so much time, too many of us, focusing on that which is material, driving a nice car, living in a nice house, looking at somebody's watch, seeing what other people have and wanting that, when that's really not what's important. You know, my dad is uh, in his mid to late 80s, Mm. and as he looks back on his life, it's not about the things that he has or had. It's about the relationships and the differences that he made in people's lives. I mean, it's hard. It's easy for me to say. It's a whole other thing to do that. But to focus on the things that are eternal. Listen, your relationship with, uh, with the big guy upstairs, your relationship with friends and family, trying to make a difference in other people's lives, that's what's important, not the car that you drive uh, or the club that you're a member of, uh, et cetera. That's not what people are going to remember you for. They're going to remember you for the difference you made, the kindness that you put forward, and that's what I try to focus on, and that was this morning's morning message. Nice. Remind a lot of our new listeners how you get to your morning message. I spend a lot of time on Instagram, and my Instagram handle is rx for liberty rx for for Liberty, L-I-B-E-R-T-Y, and you can follow me. Uh, I've got a subscription side of that as well, and I do also do some telehealth with myself and my healthcare coach. So give me a follow on Instagram. Every morning, Monday through Friday, I record a morning message. It's, it's literally 90 seconds of some holistic uh, perspective that um, just try to brighten your day and, and help you um, think about some things that I think are important. Dr. Barkey, I want to ask you, first of all, RX for Liberty. Let's talk about how that even got started with you. Let's kind of rewind a little bit here because the last three years has been, four years, just craziness in this country. And Liberty is, you know, a very interesting word. Um, It's an amazing word. But, um, you know, talk about how it all came about for you with just RX for Liberty. Why Why are you such a patriot and how this kind of involves the world of wellness and, and health for you? 
Well, listen, my goal was not to be a public figure or some spokesperson for some bigger movement. But during the early stages of COVID, um, I realized that there was there was something wrong going on. It wasn't right the way the government was treating its citizens. And I was asked to speak at various rallies to talk about medical freedom and specifically about what was going on with COVID. Mm-hmm. And as a result of doing that, my voice started caring. And I realized that there were a lot of physicians also that were joining this freedom movement. And unfortunately, what happened during COVID is that um, our liberties were taken away. First time ever in our history that we decided it was a good idea to quarantine the healthy, to tell healthy people to stay indoors. First time in our country's history ever did we force churches to close while we allowed marijuana dispensaries and Planned Parenthood to stay open. We've never done anything like that. It was wrong. And looking at it, I just shook my head and said, there's something going on here, and I need to speak out. And I started speaking out. And as a result, uh, this is where Rx for Liberty was born. My daughter, who works in digital media, she lives in small town USA in Wisconsin, Helenville of all places. Hmm. She said, she calls me Pop. She said, Pop, you should really get on Instagram. You know, it's a popular platform. And of course, I said, what's Instagram? (laughs) So she created an Instagram account for me and gave me the label Rx for Liberty. And now it's grown tremendously. I've got tons of followers. Um, I've now starts, I start recording a a morning message reel. I've been doing that for about a year. Uh, I'm going to be publishing a book called Morning Message, you know, Life Lessons for Optimal Health. And it will be it will include many of my morning messages and so forth. And I just listen. I enjoy it. It doesn't take take a lot of time. Um, and uh, and it's growing and I'm having a really good time doing it. And just having you on this these past like three months on the radio show every uh, week. It's been such an interesting learn uh, with regards to your takes on supplements, uh, vitamins, health overall. Yeah. Not overdoing uh, buying it the, the, a good way, the way that you buy your meds or uh, supplements. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, listen, we, we've, been, we've been sold a bill of goods that just isn't working. You know, 100 years or so ago, heart disease was unheard of. And what happened? Our food supply changed. The way we raise animals changed. The way we sell products at the market changed. And, you know, I was watching TV the other night. I forget what program. And first there was this commercial for uh, Carl's Jr., Right. The the double bacon cheeseburger with some healthy looking person eating it and and the juice dripping down their mouth. And don't get me wrong. It looked delicious. Uh Right. And then the next advertisement or, or a few minutes later was the advertisement for one of the diabetes meds to help you lose weight. And it was a big, heavy set woman who was smiling and happy. And they were promoting this injectable, very expensive drug to help you lose weight. And then fast forward a little bit more. And now here's this advertisement for male erectile dysfunction. So listen, we've been we've been selling disease. And then we've been pushing a billion-dollar pharmaceutical industry that they're profiting from this disease. And I just want people to take control of their health, take charge of themselves, and relearn what our ancestors knew about 100 years ago. And that's how to take care of ourselves, how to eat clean off the land, grass-fed organic animals and and beef and pasture-raised eggs and raw dairy and so forth. We need to get back to that 
get our rear ends outside more, get some sunshine, drink purified water. And if we can do that, we can be okay and get rid of this nonsense of needing to go see a doctor every other week and, and, uh, and spending tons of money supporting the pharmaceutical industry. Let me ask you a question. Um, Adam, do I have my 15 minutes of permission going to the uh, pool in the backyard and getting my uh, son? <laughs> yeah. I've been I'll, try, I'll I'm trying to live it. up to the good doctor's I'll words here. It. Yeah, for sure. The who, if you will, and not the great band that I love. But the uh, WHO announced today, I believe, that COVID-19 is no more. In, in so many words. Yeah. So what's up with that? And why did it take so long? I don't understand. Uh, because, unfortunately, our three-letter healthcare agencies, uh, WHO, World Health Organization, uh, NIH, National Institutes of Health, CDC, Centers for Disease Control, et cetera, are captured. What does that mean that they're captured? Well, it means that the CDC and the FDA get about 50% of their funding from the industry that they're supposed to oversee. So imagine if the EPA was paid for by ExxonMobil, was, sup- was sponsored by ExxonMobil, would we take what they had to say very seriously? So we have seen, it's sort of like, we close schools down, parents see the teachers on Zoom, and they say, holy crap, I can't believe what my kids are learning and how they're learning it. So all of a sudden, there's a flood out of government schools into homeschooling. Similarly, during COVID, the American people got to see what the CDC, the NIH, and others were all about as our taxpayer dollars through gain-of-function research sponsored the creation of this uh, Chinese communist virus out of Wuhan, China. And so that's what happened. And so there's, now there's a growing mistrust of these agencies. And the World Health Organization, remember, carried the water for the Chinese Communist Party early on in the, uh, when COVID first came out. They praised China for how they took care of the population during COVID. How did they do that? They locked their citizens literally into their homes many of whom starved to death because they weren't allowed to come out of their house. Um, and they told us that COVID was spread by a bat from some wet market. Yeah, Not a thing. That never happened. There is no bat version of coronavirus. This was manufactured in a Chinese lab in Wuhan, China. The only question is whether it escaped accidentally or the Chinese Communist Party purposely released this thing to create ha- havoc in, in, uh, in the Western world. As a, as a weapon. As a weapon, you know, and that and that leads me to a question. That leads me to a question. You know, this is not the last of a pandemic. We've had many pandemics over the last hundreds of years. What's what? I mean, like you're a doctor. First of all, why weren't we this this? Why wasn't the world even prepared for something that really? I mean, I hate to say people lost lives, but now you, you look at all the research, and it's like. It's not that serious. I hate to say it. it, It's crazy. Well, you know, actually, we were prepared, but we weren't allowed to use innovative treatment to treat people. So you may remember uh, that, uh, you know, Emperor Fauci, Anthony Fauci, um, tried to discredit the use of a safe, cheap, effective drug called hydroxychloroquine and then later ivermectin. I took them them both. Yep. These products work. And... At worst, they're not going to harm you. And at best, they can be life-saving. But unfortunately, for most people that died from COVID, and it's a damn shame, they were not allowed access to early treatment. You know, what what our government told people to do 
was to stay at home and isolate. That's it. And if you get sick enough where you feel like you're going to die, show up at the hospital, and almost every hospital then would expedite your death by giving you remdesivir, which is a toxic chemical that has no role to play in the treatment of COVID-19, causes kidney and liver failure. As a matter of fact, there's multiple lawsuits going on now for various healthcare systems for administering this toxic drug under emergency use authorization. But like as an example, you know, now that we have been through this and we have seen things not work out, various things, are are we have we learned from this or are we going to I mean, is this are we going to just make bad decisions going forward? It's like the next pandemic that hits, it's like, are we prepared? I don't know if we are. Well, listen, I'm not sure the next pandemic is going to be one of infection. The next pandemic pandemic may be a call for a global emergency because of climate change or some global financial emergency where we need to turn in all our paper currency and allow the government to control our digital currency. I think that's what they're setting us up for, for this notion of a one world government where there's centralized systems that take away citizens' rights. And I hope that there's people, including politicians, that are fighting against this. But the reality is we're not going to be saved by a politician from Washington. We tried that. We tried that, and he did a good job, but that's not what's going to save our country. What's going to save our country is a spiritual revival from the grassroots up and a schooling system that needs to educate our kids as to what's going on. And as you know, I founded a charter school a couple years ago called Orange County Classical Academy in Orange in Southern California, and we're affiliated with Hillsdale College. And Hillsdale has a growing network of affiliated schools classical education schools around the country that is growing. People ask, I don't even have kids at the schools. Why am I doing it? Because I think this is the future of our country. I think this is how we save and take back our country, by the education we give our little ones so when they grow up and now they're in charge, that they have a very different perspective than the perspective of our current leaders. Loving it, man. Appreciate you joining us. Again, for all of our listeners Find Dr. Barkey on Instagram today. Go to Rx4Liberty. That's Rx4Liberty, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm impressed. I can't wait to hopefully get that book on, in my hands one of these days. Yep. Maybe by the end of the year. Or... Oh, yeah. I think uh, I think the next couple months we'll have it out on pre-order. And uh, okay. by midsummer we'll get it published. Good to go. All right. More to come live from uh, Living the Good Life Show. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back.